Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. In our bonus episodes, we take a look at the trending Marian tweets and topics of the past week or past two weeks, depending upon the last time I released an episode. There's a lot to talk about. Let's get started. Elena, handle at O-M-N-I-A-L-N-C-H-R-I-S-T-O, tweeted on July 23rd, Despite neglectfully letting Marian devotion lapse again lately, I keep, especially this week, begging for ways to grow closer to Christ. Today, I walked down the corridor at my parents and noticed the corner of a 2015 issue, National Geographic, about to be cleared out. This issue of the National Geographic was about Mary, the most powerful woman in the world. I'm sure that finding that magazine for Elena was a moment in which she grew in her Marian devotion. There are many priests that you can follow on Twitter. One of them is Father Alex Schrenk, uh, at F-R-A-J-D-S. He is a priest of the Diocese of Pittsburgh. He tweets beautiful art and images. And last week, he tweeted an image, Madonna Protectoris, a painting by Nicholas Rorich of 1933, in which Our Lady, standing tall, has her arms out, her mantle, her cape, really extended, and all of these different churches within her mantle. Mary is our mother. She is our protectress. She is our intercessor. Mike Lewis, handle at MFJ Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, tweets, apparition chasing. I honestly don't get it. Can anyone explain to me why so many Catholics appear eager to embrace and believe unapproved and sometimes condemned apparitions and private revelations from Jesus? Mary and the saints, what's the appeal, he asks. It's a good question. Why do we chase apparitions? Of course, we live in a time right now where it's very turbulent, and so people are turning to a lot of different private revelations, some very contemporary, in which the mystic or the seer or the visionary does not enjoy the approval of the local church or his bishop, for example, in the case of one that I'm thinking of. I think people want to be in touch with the supernatural, That's why they chase apparitions, and they think that if it's happening, well, they want to be a part of it. There's something to be said because people would go to Fatima. That wasn't approved, but they went there. They witnessed the apparitions. They witnessed the miracle. They were a part of that historical moment. I think that's probably what drives people. But of course, I always caution people against apparition chasing and to stay true to the ones that have been approved by the church, those that have truly stood the test of time, those whose visionaries have been elevated as saints of the Catholic Church. Seminarian Taylor Mitchell was asking for a patron for his college seminary floor. He was looking for the Sacred Heart or some sort of Marian devotion. Ben Franks replied to his question, his request, handle at Ben Franks 95, and he says, Ambrose of Milan is patron of learning, and he helped affirm the doctrine of the perpetual virginity of Mary. The perpetual virginity of Mary is a forgotten dogma of the church, one of the four dogmas. It is not commemorated as a liturgical feast day, but it is a belief that Mary was a virgin before, during, and after the birth of Christ. Bishop Stephen J. Rica at Bishop R-A-I-C-A-B-H-M, tweeted, I just finished celebrating Mass at the Cathedral of St. Paul. At the end of Mass, there was a shower of rose petals in honor of Our Lady of the Snows. May the Blessed Mother continue to care for us in this time of pandemic. 
August 5th was the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows, or in the Roman Missal, St. Mary Major, the anniversary of the dedication of that basilica. It is piously believed, according to legend, that Our Lady appeared in a dream to several different individuals, saying that a basilica to her should be built where miraculous snow occurred. And sure enough, the next morning snow fell, and they knew where this sanctuary of the Blessed Virgin was to be. St. Mary Major is the basilica that houses the image of Our Lady, the health of the Roman people, the very image that Pope Francis prays in front of every time he goes on an apostolic pilgrimage. Danielle Bean, whose handle is her very name, tweeted, I just love Sarah Reinhard. In the silence of Mary, I feel myself nudged, slightly and yet significantly, closer to where I'm supposed to be. Hashtag Catholic Mom. Sarah Reinhardt contributed this piece to CatholicMom.com about the swallows and Mary and what she learned about the spiritual life. Link is in the show notes. Orange County Catholic News at OC Catholic News tweeted, In the late 18th century, persecuted Vietnamese Catholics driven from their homes into a nearby rainforest were comforted by the appearance of a Marian apparition that became known as Our Lady of Lavong. Read more at the link. I'll post that link in the show notes. And there is a new shrine to Our Lady of Lavong that this story explains. Friar Nick, handle at FRNickOFMCONV, who once was a guest on this podcast, How They Love Mary, to talk about St. Francis and Marian devotion, tweeted this. I lost the rosary a dear friend made me, and I'm pretty upset. It's rather simple, but meaningful, and touched the heart of St. John Vianney, and it's his feast day tomorrow. Please say a prayer. I might find it. Thank you. Pretty sure I lost it while hiking, if I can't find it. Here's to hoping that Friar Nick truly did find that rosary. We become attached to these religious sacramentals. They mean a lot to us, especially if they were given to us by someone dear, if they have some sort of meaning. As he said, it touched the relic of the heart of St. John Vianney. Friar Nick, please give us an update. Hopefully you found it. Lauren Handel at L-I-L-S-T-H-R-N mom tweeted this. So many of my friends I know in real life and online have had miscarriages lately or have dealt with infant loss in the past year. So since I'm an artist and since cannot personally give you a hug, I made this piece for you. It's a beautiful image of Our Lady holding the Christ child, but also another baby underneath the Christ child grabbing up to Jesus's hand. It's a very beautiful image. I'll try to link the direct Twitter post in the show notes so that you can go and find this beautiful piece of artwork. I know of a few families in my own life, in my own parishes that have miscarried in recent months or years, and I'm sure that this is a very comforting and tender image once I share it with them. Father Robbie O'Callaghan, at FR Robbie O'Call, C-A-L-L, tweeted an image of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In this image of Mary and her Immaculate Heart, the heart had the word fiat, F-I-A-T. Fiat is the Latin word, let it be done to me. Mary at the Annunciation says, fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum, let it be done to me according to your word. As we see that heart of Mary with that word, let it be done, May that become our prayer. May that be how we live our lives. Leonardo Cardinal Sandri at Cardinal Sandri tweeted on August 4th in reaction to the Lebanon explosions. Our Lady of Harissa, Queen of Lebanon, pray for the Lebanese people. May the Lord grant them justice and peace. 
We continue to pray in the aftermath of that explosion for those who lost their lives. For the people of Lebanon, we pray. You may have seen that viral video of the priest who was celebrating Mass and incensing who was struck by debris during that explosion. He just did an exclusive interview with EWTN that you can find on their social media pages. Nick at Nickster Wickster, N-I-C-K-S-T-E-R-W-I-X-T-E-R, shared, Mary is so great that I'm going to sing her praises no less than 53 times while running my fingers around a circle of beads. Of course, you know Nick is talking about praying the rosary. Have you prayed your rosary today? Kevin Peck, handle at cap, K-A-P, 3692, tweeted, Oh, so I have a grotto next door now. And there was an image of this Marian Grotto that was right next door to his house. Marian Grottos are beautiful places for people to spend time in prayer. During the summer, I've been doing a lot of exercise. I've been walking, I've been running, I've been biking. And one of the things that I've noticed as I drive in the rural country where I live is seeing the statue of Mary in the middle of nowhere in somebody's yard. And it's a reminder that Mary's maternal presence is always there, that she is our mother and that she's always loving us. I wrote an article on Althea about ways in which we can deepen our Marian devotion during the summer months. Link is in the show notes. Jackson Nichols, handle at Jackson P. Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. I'm looking to get a print of Mary from my room. Which one do you all think? This is a great reminder to us to have an image of the Blessed Virgin in our house so that, again, we might be reminded of Mary's love for us, for we are her children. And when we put up a picture in our homes, is as if we're doing what John the Beloved did, that we're taking Mary into our home. Maria, handle at Catholic Gabby, G-A-B-Y, tweeted, I need more Our Lady's pictures. Can you all drop your favorite? With over 355 replies in her tweet, I'm sure that you can find a beautiful image of the Blessed Mother on her tweet from August 6th. Go check out her Twitter page, find that post, and comb through those replies. Father Stephen Vrazel at Kitar Catholic, K-E-Y-T-A-R Catholic, says, Do yourself a favor and run your scapular through the wash every now and then. A few weeks ago, we talked to the founder of scapulars.com, and I did bring up washing your scapular. He recommended placing it in the pocket of your pants and putting it through the washer. Lou, handle at Lou, B-T-U-B-E 64, tweeted, If Mary hadn't intervened at the wedding of Cana, then Jesus' ministry would have started differently. And that's crazy to think about. She interceded then and still intercedes for us now. Truly, that is what Mary does. That's her role in heaven, to pray for us. We ask her so often, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. We don't have to wonder about the what ifs. What if Mary didn't ask about the wine? What if Mary said no? We just live in the moment knowing what the historical record and what the scriptures tell us. And that's enough for our meditation. And what better way to end this bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary, than with a shout out to Tommy Ty at The GH Asylum, whose new book on Mary with OSV just arrived on his doorstep the other day, and who I hope to interview on this podcast soon and who this morning also posted a space image of Our Lady of Lords looking like she's an astronaut. You've been listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that this podcast has either been the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. Today, we have looked at the trending Marian tweets and topics that I've come across in the past two weeks. If you enjoy this podcast, 
please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on whatever platform that you listen. And if you don't mind, share this bonus episode on your social media feeds so that others might come to love the Blessed Virgin Mary too. Until next time, let us remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless.